shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out a bit. Hey, after you drop off the kids or put them to bed, turn on Childish with real life friends and podcasting virtuosos Greg Fitzsimmons and Allison Rosen. Laugh about the struggles and joys of parenthood. Grow closer to your children. Learn something useful or not. Maybe feel less alone. And maybe even put the spark back into your love life. Childish is for people who are parents or had parents. If you had no parents, maybe check out WTF with Mark Marin. Subscribe to Childish. New episodes coming soon wherever you listen to podcasts. Childish, oh shit. Last time I checked, I was still a kid. Childish, childish. This all freaks me out a bit. Childish, oh shit. How can I pet when I'm still a kid? Childish, oh shit. Who the hell decided Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first Allison Rosen is your new best friend, best of 2018 listener favorite clip show. Uh, this is monumental for a number of reasons, mostly one, and that being in the entire time I've done a podcast, reaching all the way back to 1874, I've never done a clip show. I've never done a best of. I've thought of it many times, never done it, and then this year we decided to do it, and here it is. Uh, so these are clips that you guys chose as your favorite moments from 2018. I would like to thank everyone who sent in clips and time codes. Special shout out to Superfan Megan, who sent in an audio file with her selections. And also special shout out to Ray Morgan, who sent in an Excel spreadsheet. But I would like to specially shout out everyone. Thank you. You guys made this much easier on us. Um, as I was listening to these favorite moments, I enjoyed all of them. Most of them are funny. Some of them are poignant. Um, but there's one that made me laugh so hard that I, uh, being very pregnant, as you know, because I, I can't let anyone not know. Um, oh, did you guys hear that chime? We have a ring doorbell set up now in our new place. And, um, oh, I think there's someone at the door. Well, this is very exciting. Uh, I feel like it sh I should say it's Santa Claus, but it's really just the dog walker. Hang on, you guys. I'm back. I was wrong. It was just UPS. There's a package here. Might be some new underwear I ordered. Anyway, what I was going to say, though, is I like the doorbell. By the way, this is not this is not sponsored, even though they were a sponsor a while ago. I like the doorbell, but like anytime someone walks by the house on the other side of the sidewalk and exhales, it lets me know. <clears throat> now, what was I saying? Oh, yes. So uh, <clears throat> one of the clips made me laugh so hard that uh, I had an accident and not the kind of accident that I've been complaining about the whole time where it's like, oh, I dribbled a little bit. This was like, like my bladder was just like, release. <laughs> and usually when that happens, I'll ask Daniel for a paper towel. But this time I was like, can you just bring me a puppy pad? So I know this is too much information, but I'm just letting you guys know I couldn't stop laughing. It made me laugh so hard that I peed all over our office. 
and I invite you guys to try to figure out what clip it was. Okay, you guys are the best. Thank you for everything in 2018. I really, I say it all the time, and I mean it, and I feel it. And um, I, let's see, what else can you do? You can feel something. You can mean it. I like to think I live it. I walk the walk. Um, it sustains me. But what's the it I'm talking about, you are wondering, if you're still listening, which I hope you are. It is how fortunate I am to have listeners like you guys. You are the best. Okay. Thank you for everything. I hope you guys had a good end of the year and I will see you in 2019. Here's your picks for best moments of 2018. There's a way people talk on the Food Network and stuff that, that is of that ilk that bothers me, which is things like uh, ooey gooey or uh, <laughs> oh, uh, ooey, it's ooey or. or oh my uh, God, that's making my skin You have to crawl. unhinge your jaw to eat this brownie. That brownie is clearly of, 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 of average size, if that, <laughs> if that. And I can't stand the pretend the the pretending that food is larger than it is. It yeah. really bothers me. But also, what about their like full body orgasm when it hits their taste buds? Oh, like, it's like oh. a party in your mouth, party in your mouth, party in your mouth, part flavor bomb, party. In your mouth. And also, if one more person says my number one ingredient is passion, I'm going to scream. Oh God! Because oh God! It clear it can't be. It can't be. No. It can't be your number one ingredient. A cardamom, sure, or anything like that. But. Also, leave that stuff out of the ice cream. I don't like oh, lavender. Oh, savory ice cream, yeah. Or, la- or rose, rose water infused. It's not delicious. Mm-mm. It's not. It's, I know it's classy, but it's, it's not. And also, but again, I want to just emphasize how much the food is not large. And it really bothers me. The portions, it's, that's not the, you don't have to unhand your jaw. Just be an adult. No, that what usually happens is the more people appreciate the things you do, uh, the less good you feel, usually. Because it's not about them, it's about you. And so it's not about feedback, actually. And so we go about our lives looking for feedback from other people when really it's about actually genuinely loving yourself. I actually disagree with that. Okay. I, 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 feel, <laughs> uh, I feel like uh, you, the phrase others must... I've said this before. Uh, other, you got to love yourself first. I, I feel I, others need to get the ball rolling. And then I, I do, and then, and then I'll, I'm happy to jump in, but I, who gives a shit if I love me? You know what I mean? That, that gets me, that get, advances the ball nowhere. I, I'm, I'm being sincere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 we might have a disagreement. That self-love thing it means nothing to me. I, would, I need others to say, you know, because we don't, uh, people don't live in a vacuum, right? You, you would prefer to be, have what you do or say or whatever you're, you, you do in your life or how you express yourself. You would prefer that it was well-received, right? And, and that the feedback, preferably, would be positive. Uh, now, if, if I just love myself but no one else likes me, what is the point? But I was never able to do anything before my shows because I was busy showering, putting on makeup, getting ready for the show, and doing my hair and stuff. And 
Somehow that process takes so long and it is not like I ended up showing up looking like Angelina Jolie. I mean, I think I look just like myself, but maybe with just a little more makeup on. Mm -hmm. Guys really do have the edge in things like that in that the grooming just doesn't take as long. No, here's this is no joke. Here's what I flew up there with in terms of entire things that were not cables and audio recording equipment. I brought a change of underwear and undershirt. No extra shirt. I wore the same shirt the whole time I was there. Okay. A deodorant. Because <laughs> of the shirt. Or two about me. <laughs> and I hate luggage. And a, t- and a tooth- toothbrush that I put toothpaste on already so that I wouldn't have to <laughs> bring. Didn't that get all messy? No. No, it was like in a little plastic. You pre-pasted oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't change the paste. No, it. It held enough in there's it's one of those little travel things that you put over a toothbrush in a little So I just I just filled that up with toothpaste. <laughs> so prepaste is a good move. That's a that's yeah. an expert travel. Yeah, because I knew I was move. only gonna have to brush my teeth twice while I was up there. And I right. thought I can fit two sh- things worth it. So that and I didn't even bring not even hairspray. I just brought a hat and I was like, well, I just wait. Br- you normally bring, you bring hairspray. hairspray? <laughs> yeah, because if my hair is, I might have very curly hair. If I don't put a little hairspray on it, just goes all over. I never place. knew. Yeah, what what hair I have left is very curly, and this so all is I, so startling. All <laughs> wait, I, your hair is always so close to your head. Why I not know. just cut because a little shorter? Because there's, yeah, there's not a lot of it. <laughs> what it's, kind of? So all I did was put a little soap in my hair, and then went out Sunday morning. Soap in your hair? Yeah, just to kind of <laughs> keep it weighing it down. You're weighting it down. Yeah, but really, is my it question... just like a soft soap? Yeah, good question. No, it was the hotel soap. Oh, like so a bar, bar soap. Yeah. So you put some soap on your hands, <laughs> or do you just rub the bar oh, on your hair? That, that like would have been smart. A, I, a pomade kind of. I, I stuck my head in the little thing in the uh, in the bathtub <laughs> that holds the soap. I just stuck my head in that. Your way is better. I really wanted to know if you. So you lathered some on Wait, your hands. No, all I did was I took the bar so patronizing me, but I want to know. You stuck your head in the thing with the I was the trying soap. improv. He was lying. He was lying. I was trying he was improv. Lying. That was a lie. <laughs> it's not. I took improv classes. It's not, not lying my, classes, oh my Jeff. I There's know. a difference. Well, I, I took what they told me was improv classes, but they were actually lying, lying to me. Oh, they lied to you. They're that good. Yeah. They lied to you that they yeah. were improv classes, but you took lying classes without knowing it. Yeah, I thought it was improv. So you've ruined like so much many friendships and relationships probably thinking i'm doing a fun improv i was just right you can tell your girlfriend that <laughs> you, after you lied to her yeah and i was, was just improv i did it that was an they, improv it's a for great the rest move of your life if you get called out investment. for lying you just go and scene i had a little extra time so i went to safeway Oh, you party. <laughs> I did. Because there was like a little, little kitchenette in my room. Oh. Yeah. Because we got an extra 10 minutes. I'd love to pop over to Safeway. <laughs> I just I don't wonder get up what to kind Francisco of deals frequently. on pasta they have over there. <laughs> you guys... Is the Baroli sauce the same <laughs> price well, my club here? member card transfer. It did. Wonderful. It did. This yes. is great news. What sort of bulk foods do they have? <laughs> They've got your dried stuff. They've got seeds, nuts. They don't what have... I meant was that something no one would want to know. Oh. <laughs> I, and then I did survey you really, them. You I did. did it. Yes. You did the thing I was making a joke that no one would do. I'm telling you. You literally did. I did. Daniel, you were going to say something. Well, what I was going to say, <laughs> um, I was going to say, you always hit the grocery store no matter where we go. The I very know. first thing we did when we, we got to Maui. <laughs> The first thing we did was go to the grocery store, and I think it was the same 
chain yeah. that we go to. And I remember at a certain point while we were in there thinking this is the same layout and thinking there's no real way to know that I'm not still in L.A. There were papaya. Except, well, there were a couple aisles that were very Hawaii. But otherwise, it was like... yeah. I could be in LA right and now. I was Why like, do you go to the grocery store right away? Pick up, pick she has a very particular and diet and uh, she needs to get the essentials. And I remember okay. we got to our rental car and I was like happy as a clam because I had all my shit. And I remember you're like, I really wish we hadn't gone there. It really just, now I don't even feel like I'm away. I don't care for this yeah, tone think, of voice. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. That's, just objectively. I didn't care I, for it either. <laughs> 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 that's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. I'm sitting here with Stephanie Whittles-Walks, author of Everything is Horrible and Wonderful, a tragic comic memoir of genius, heroine, love, and loss. It's about her brother, Harris Whittles, who was on my show years ago, who died of an overdose three years ago. Yes. This whole thing has changed me in ways that I just really aren't in the book because those things came after that story ends. Right. Like the story kind of ends at a year. And what happened at the end of the book, well, I, I don't know if oh, it's not like I'm giving it away. He died. You guys know that. But what happened is like I realized that we are here for a very short time. Like this very cliched thing happened to me where I was in a pit of despair and I was like, there's no point in living I, I just want to die. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just felt, you know, like consumed by the worst things ever. And then that shifted into going like, oh, we're all going to die. I can do whatever I want. Nothing matters. This is so great. And all of my anxiety, which I had so much of for so long, it's like that kind of went away. Mm-hmm. My, my fear about taking risks, my, my fear about anything really just kind of vanished and I felt invincible in this way. Like I felt motivated to live better than I was. And so I feel like in that way, as a person, as a human being, I think I'm better mm-hmm. than I was before. But it's like so bittersweet because I don't have my brother. I you know I was always like pretty neurotic and like anxiety ridden and fretting about things that weren't real that I made up. In the book, I guess Harris refers to it as future tripping. Yes. Which I love that term. I do that all. But it's like it, that's all I do. Literally. That was all I did. Yeah. So future tripping is like worrying about the future. Worrying about everything that's not happening right now. To complicate matters, like I have a daughter who was born with a hearing loss and when she was born, um, I just lost my mind. I mean, I was just so consumed with future tripping about mm-hmm. how terrible her life was going to be. And I had like made up all of these stories in my head about how hard it would be for her and how much she would suffer. And Harris just like he came over and just cut right through it. And I will never forget what he said to me. He was like, you are putting your shit on her. Like, stop putting your shit on her. You're fucked up about this. She's not. She is a baby. She literally has no cares in the world. (laughs) She just wants to be a chill baby. She's just a chill baby. (laughs) Like, you're the one that's messed up. She's not. This will be normal for her. 
it's not normal to you. You're going to have to get over your stuff, you know? And I was like, fuck, you're so smart. You know, like, that's so true. But that's kind of the essence of future tripping is like, she's just born and I'm thinking about when she's 25, Mm -hmm. you know, which is just like ridiculous. And that stuff takes up a lot of energy, mental energy that you could be spending doing other stuff. The wor- the worst incident was I we went to my mother's house on Christmas Eve, which I was like I didn't really talk to her very much. But we'd like kind of go on holidays, and my sister called a drug dealer over, and I was just like no fucking way. <laughs> I went outside, and this kid looked like he was in Fall Out Boy or something. He's like a little, <laughs> um, and I just I, my wife was appalled by this, but I was just like I <laughs> he rolled down the window. I'm like yeah, she's not coming out. And he said something to me that it pissed me off. And this will make me sound like a psycho. And I, uh, I took his keys out of his ignition and grabbed his hand. And I was like, I'm going to break your fingers now. And the kid was like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to break all your fingers now. And then you're going to go away. And I did. And then he, go, and then he went away. Um, and I was like, well, what's he going to do? Call the police. Wow. Um, but then I was like, I'm not hanging out with my family because <laughs> they do these awful things. Yeah. There's a lot the, to unpack in that story. I know. So it doesn't reflect on me well. No, it shows a shows a passion. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, how did you know how to break all his fingers? I oh, I did martial arts for years. Okay, yeah, because um, I used to get the shit kicked out of me as a kid, probably rightfully so. Uh, you know, just for reading. Um, yeah, what are you doing? Being, be, what, you think yeah. you're smarter than everyone? Yeah. It's recess. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So there was that, and then just being in punk rock bands forever. Like we would get skinhead dudes trying to beat the shit out of us all the and time. then also how do and i feel like this is gonna make me cringe how do you break all someone's all their fingers oh, like it's his easy. thumb too thumb thumb no i left the thumb that's uh, see that's mercy yeah i gave him a little but also very difficult but you can just snap them just snap them back did yeah. you do one by one or- oh yeah ah! <laughs> that's easiest <laughs> The Grand Canyon, I've been there a couple times. And one time, so you, there's like a side canyon you can go down, which is the Havasupai Indian Reservation. So you go down. Like a, the, yeah, it's a smaller canyon. Yeah, it's okay. like a smaller canyon. And there's a hotel down there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there are like these like falls you can go to where it's like beautiful. And I'm sure you've seen pictures. And my dad and I went and it we started too late. So by the time we got to the, re- the reservation, it was dark. And they wouldn't let us in to the hotel because... It was closed. Everyone was asleep, and there was no it campsite. Seems like not great hospitality. <laughs> and it, was it a guy like on a rocking chair just whittling wood? Like, nope, <laughs> she's closed <laughs> up. Turn right. back, turn back now. <laughs> yeah, and I th- and I think they gave our room away or something. And uh, so then we ended up like knocking on a door, and some f- guy from Finland just knocking on what door? Like a like a, a door to a it's closed. To you a, can't get it. We'll say about that. You just charge down there, start knocking on doors. Yeah, I think it was, was he from Finland or yeah, and he was from Finland. And um, hello, it's very light at night. What can I help you with? He let us sleep in his room, and I remember what? The, yeah, and I remember the whole night just like Why? one eye open, like this guy's definitely going to murder us. Yeah, tonight. I'm sure he had a, some reservations about it as well. Not to uh, use that word in the sure punzy way, in an actual right. reservation. Sure. He didn't murder us, so yeah, just to finish the story, yeah, awesome. he didn't. I'm going to need a lot more info about this. <laughs> so you just knocked on a random person's door at the hotel? We were trying to get a human being. Like It's not like they had a front desk you could go to with someone working there. There were just rooms that were all closed, lights out. 
So you knocked so, on one of them? My, yeah, my dad went and just knocked on a door. The short version of that story to me is, hey, we're here. Sorry, it's closed. We'll see about that. Knock, knock, sneak, knock. Sneak, sneak. Hello, who is it? We're sleeping with you, you creep. And don't weird us out while we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, no funny hand, business. I had my hand in, the, in, in my pocket. And I'm like, this is a gun. <laughs> yeah, I'll shoot you. I'm but, an American. You, you have to understand you're in a location that is inaccessible, <laughs> b- except by helicopter and donkey. There was, and it was night, so we couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't like walk out back to your car. No, I understand. I get that. Yeah. I get that it was desperate time. I'm just trying to understand the actual, like, how it went down with your. Oh, I wish I could remember. I would never do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Son, this is a lesson in never planning ahead. Just deal with it when you get there. <laughs> so. It's uh, still so weird. It's sort of, by yeah. the way, by the way, that's kind of what we did to the Native Americans, didn't we? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of a, yeah, that's kind of a metaphor for colonialism. It really is. Mm-hmm. Do you think your dad gave him money? Oh, no. No, he was really nice. It turns <laughs> of out. Of course he was. It turns <laughs> out he's he he nice. Country, he's, you know, what choice did he have? <laughs> he didn't. He was that's terrified true. of us. No, I, I, he was super nice, very accommodating. Um, <laughs> not, not distrusting us. On a level us. that you'll never see again in your life. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> Oh, you need a place to sleep? Come on in. Yeah. That'll never happen, ever. Well, not with Americans. We, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't? I was, <laughs> I was the one being accommodated, and I was distrustful. <laughs> right, you're like, something's up. Yeah. I didn't trust him, and he let me sleep this in This guy his... and my dad are playing a long game. <laughs> yeah. Right. What if, what, by the way, this guy is diabolical. He lured us into his room. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's forty dollars. When anyone else gets here, tell them you're sold out. <laughs> I, I have some fry bread. Would you like to eat? How did he actually offer you food? No. How old were you? What a dick! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Gosh, I was probably. Well, I think I was in college, so I was probably <laughs> nineteen. Uh, this is different than in I my thought. mind with your like finger eight. gun in your pocket you're eight but yeah you're 19 what's <laughs> up brah you it made it sound so much like your dad took charge that it just didn't occur to me that you were in your potentially early 20s <laughs> no, no. there was definitely a moment where i was like motherfucking dad you fuck everything up like i'm so pissed because <laughs> you're imagining having to sleep outside it was super cold you know um but he yeah he took charge and Found us. <laughs> <laughs> he dadded up. He, he did. He did. He did what daddy does. He, you know. He was good like that. I hope yeah. there's a series of doors being slammed in your face that you've just sort of blocked out. Where it was like, "Hi, my two boys." <laughs> <laughs> knock on the next door until you finally got to like yeah there's no problem there oh no i was hoping <laughs> as it turned down <laughs> the first thing people say when they meet chooch is they're like she's so soft and then she's so calm like people think i drugged her or something she's just a very chill little animal and so the chill pooch chooch but it was just like i looked at her and i said you're a chooch I just think she is a chooch. Like, <laughs> no, this makes sense. We have like a thousand yes, names for yes, our own dog. Yeah, I think dog owners get it because she's not a dog. She's a chooch. And then there's other things that are a chooch in the mm. world. Like a kitten isn't a chooch, but a kitten wearing a witch hat is a chooch. <laughs> and then there's all these like folklores and like rules about what is a chooch and what isn't. How many people are involved in knowing what is and just isn't me a and chooch? my husband? I need. Could you give me some more examples of things that are so, a chooch? Andy Daly is a chooch. Okay. Paul Rust isn't a chooch. Right. 
and I I explain it to you know we have all these weird little rules. Um, I'm trying to think like a baby hippo is a chooch. Do you ever disagree on what's a chooch? All the time. All the time. Because I said I think Paul Rust is a chooch. Oh, Paul. I was thinking of Paul Rudd. Oh, Paul Rust. Paul Rudd is not a chooch. And Paul Rust is also not a chooch. Paul Rust is not a chooch, but I would argue he is, but Adam says he isn't. But I think it's just because of like, he like fucks on his show and stuff. And I mm-hmm. think chooches are asexual. Okay. Yeah. Is a chooch an innocent? Yes. So Andy Daly's okay. Okay, I, I know Andy, da- but Andy Daly is a chooch. I can't. That's what I'm saying. They're not logical. These are just rules. Can you think of who's a woman who's a chooch? Kate McCucci. Do you know oh, Kate McCucci? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Kate McCucci is. a She's chooch. a baby hippo. Yes, 100%. and that's it. she's skinny. Yes, but you yeah. don't have to be like tiny right. to be a chooch. You don't have to be. I'm trying oh, to think of fun. something. Now that's I'm a, trying to think. I'm of trying more to think chooches. of something that would be a big. Chooch. Would Emmanuel Lewis be a chooch, or is that too on? Um, is that is Webster? That the, oh. Mm, you know, let me ask Adam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he would be a chooch to me, but it also has to do with personality too. Like, I feel like my son might be a chooch. Oh, a lot of children are. Yeah. A lot of children are. Okay. Let me ask Adam. Is Emmanuel <laughs> Lewis a chooch? Let's see what he says. He's in class, so he might not answer, but we'll see. Now I was going to, I think I can answer my own question. Is um, Kristen Bell a chooch. I don't think mm, she is. I don't think she is either. Only because she's like really pretty mm-hmm. and like really popular. And like, I feel like the choochie chooches are kind of um, like not the main like Chris right. and Bell is like the quintessential hottie. Right. And the chooch is a little still very cute, but like not like the obvious choice. If that I'm makes try- sense. Yes. Yeah, no, I know. I'm trying to think of more female actress chooches yeah i I tell people when they're a chooch all the time um does kate mccucci know she's one uh i don't know if i've actually told her that but she loves chooch and we always when i see her they take a photo together and we hashtag it the cooch and chooch (laughs) so how about lauren lapkus oh you know lauren has a sick she's a good friend of mine lauren was in my wedding uh she has like a really like dirty great sense of humor and i feel like that might take her out from being a chooch because chooches are innocent right so but that's a really she's pretty wry yes but that's a great she's too knowing to be that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah. they have to be a little denser oh what about like rachel dratch I think Rachel oh. Dratch is a chooch. Okay, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can inanimate objects be chooches? Yes. Okay, well, like, what are some? Um, Anything that's... I mean, again, this is a case-by-case basis, so it's so hard to like say. Like, I would say nothing on this table is a chooch. This might be a chooch. This is a chooch. That is, is a, chooch. a little plush phone holder that Jeff bought at... Was it from Daiso? Yes, this yes. looks very Japanese. I just got back from Japan. That's- is Hello Kitty a chooch? Mm, she's a little too commercial. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of chooch stuff at Daiso, though. A hundred percent. Yeah. When we were in Japan, I was just in Japan. We were literally going chooch, chooch, chooch. Like we tell things they're mm-hmm. chooches all the time. Are ducklings usually chooches? I f- hmm. case by case. Really? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of homage. I'm a huge duckling fan. Oh yeah. Uh a lot of. You see my birthmark that's in the shape of a duck. Yes. It looks like it's, it's amazing. Like pointing its beak out and its little feet. Isn't that crazy? Wait, is Elmo a chooch or is mm. Elmo too commercial too? I wouldn't say he is. I, I should like email you a list. Please. Off the top this of my head, my I'm favorite, having a hard time. This is my favorite new thing to yeah. do with this my brain. Fun. Yeah. So do you know the, the Japanese concept of kawaii? Yes. The cute things? Mm-hmm. So are all 
Kawhi things chooch? Oh, that's a that's a great question, Jeff. It's I don't the, know. It's the same ballpark, but it's not necessarily a lot. A lot would be okay because everything in Japan was cute. Even the toilets were cute, you know. So I was like, this toilet is a chooch. What about like a small Tabasco bottle? Those tiny ones that are like that big. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I need some I would kind say of triumphant sound. I would say that's a chooch. <laughs> you know, I met Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I did a little tiny part in one of his movies, and I was texting with Adam, and I was like, he's a chooch. He's a chooch. Is Alex Borstein a chooch? Um, did you watch Marvelous Mace, Mrs. Uh-huh. Maisel? She played the comedy club, uh, oh, her manager. I would say she's a chooch. Yeah. Okay. She's incredible, by the way. I need a ding, please. Oh. She's incredible. Thank she you. She does the voice of... Um, <laughs> Oh, Kath- yes. Uh, on, on Family, Family Guy. Guy. Yeah, she's. I. That's a career I want. That's the exact career I want right there. Ooh, Voiceover. She's stuff. goals. Is George Lucas a chooch? Ooh. You know what? I think he is. But he's, that's. He's I, got the Adam, Elvish thing going. Adam has to vouch. Okay. It's a. You know. I think he might be. I don't know. He's too rich to be a chooch. Mm. I feel like the money offsets the chooch. Right. Yeah. Is uh is Chewbacca a chooch? I would say he is. Interesting. And definitely the Ewoks. What about BB-8? I would say BB-8 is a chooch. That BB-8 feels like a chooch He's so me. cute and charming mm-hmm. and little. But and not R2-D2, I think. No, not a chooch. Yeah. Not a chooch. See, y'all are getting it. I'm getting it. it. I'm yeah. getting it. Y'all are getting it. Okay, so the personal news... Um, as of right now, I am pregnant. Whoa. Mm-hmm. You wait till this to tell me? <laughs> you knew this. My documentary work came in ahead of this. <laughs> it did, though. It did. Yeah. What, it, so that I handled myself, what is your ideal um, reaction from people? That I thought you were going to say name oh. that you were going to. Sure. Well, it's Renee. We know that. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. <laughs> um, you can have whatever reaction you want. I The reason I, I think the reason. Any I- reaction? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Now, people on the planet, more litter. Oh, jeez, more traffic. Well, I wasn't expecting that reaction, but that's fine. Um, I think the reason maybe that I I put it again, I wasn't expecting that either. But hey, you guys are free that's to react you. how you want. Um, I. I feel mixed about announcing it this early because I feel mixed about announcing it this early. I feel uncomfortable. Yes. But I do feel like if things I I feel like it's so odd that we don't talk more about um the things that can happen during a pregnancy yeah. that mm-hmm. bum everyone out so much, but it's a body's biological reaction protecting you. And while mm-hmm. it's sad, I I don't I feel like we should talk about it more. And be I able agree. to like in yep. social settings be like, oh, that's such a bummer that happened to a friend I, of mine because yeah. it has happened to virtually everyone I know. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't feel but I don't feel weird about talking about the process. I feel weird about counting my embryos before they hatch, so to speak. Like mm-hmm. it's like it just feels so early and right. So th- when you could... guys hear this, I will be five weeks. And usually women don't announce it until after the first trimester because it the chance just... of miscarriage is so high. Yes. Yeah. The reason I am saying it um is because i mentioned on the show that i'd done an embryo transfer so people are starting to wonder right. in but in like a very polite way and i know it's none of my business but you know just sure. wondering and also because i knew from it hadn't been confirmed by a blood test on the monday on the last show right but i knew because i had done home tests and i didn't mention it and i felt like i was like n- not like i it, i felt like I was hiding something and I just don't like that feeling. And also because 
since I have talked, since I have included everyone in the process, I know that if I do miscarry, that's something that I would end up wanting to talk about anyway. Um, Yeah. So that's that. Uh, I will keep you guys posted on Friday. We have our ultrasound and we find out how many are in there. Um, They put in three with the idea that like, We'll be so lucky if one even takes, but now I'm like, all right. <laughs> so let's see what's Sex going on. Oh my God. I do, f- I do wonder if it might be twins. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> is literally rubbing the bridge of his nose. What? His glasses on his forehead. I'll be, ha- I'll be happy no matter what. And the idea of twins doesn't upset me like it did the first time. I cannot speak oh, for okay. Daniel. <laughs> No, no. It, the idea of twins is like, okay, soldier, we just got you out of Afghanistan. You were held by the Taliban for a year. Bad news. You're going into Taliban to be captured by the Taliban now for twice as long. <laughs> and it's going to be worse. Okay, let's hear. I'm amazed I kept all my kids alive as long as I did. It's just... Every day is a miracle. I know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's hear the, the question. Uh, hey, guys. It's Dr. Drew. You should call me back. I'm dying to know from Ray's perspective what happened between he and Adam. I can't quite get a straight answer out of him. I'd love his perspective. Uh, email me. Talk to you guys soon. I'll just so, hand, I'll yeah, just don't tell you right here. Right so let me let me well, let <laughs> me explain though. So I that was Doctor. It really I know yeah. I was like, is this someone doing a great he impression? A drunk. It really know, was him. him. <laughs> All, okay, we might have to hear it again because listen to him fumble to hang up the phone. But f- anyway, after I got this, I emailed him and I was like, do you want us to call you? But the time that we're doing this is exactly the time that he's doing his live radio show, so he can't. But he said to ask you and then he'll listen after but let's listen again and listen to him have trouble hanging up the phone uh, hey guys it's dr drew you should call me back i'm dying to know from ray's perspective what happened between he and adam i can't quite get a straight answer out of him i'd love his perspective uh email me talk to you guys soon Um, so I told Jeff that I had something to share that I think makes me sound crazy and I gave him carte blanche to introduce it however he wants. But the thing I'm about to say is not even a thing, but I think it also fits under the umbrella of me sounding crazy. I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) See, Daniel? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably, but well, then again, though, Mm, it depends. uh... Maybe I oh hell no. <laughs> the short answer is no, except when it's convenient. <laughs> I do here here's where it's gonna get uh a little murky. I love it, I love it, I love it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> Did I really say I hate it three times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I don't even know what I was talking about. I like- and I said I love it three times. I love it. I love it. I love it. That sounds, sounds like me. Anyway, uh, you guys, I think my feet are shrinking. <laughs> this this story, by the way, in my personal life is still alive mm. because the, the guy ha- grows really nice ninja radishes. Do you know what those are? No. Mm-mm. Do you know what those are, Renee? No, I don't. Ninja radishes are like giant white radishes that have like a pink hue on the outside of them and they're like much bigger than regular radishes and when you cut them open they have these like beautiful red and white rings on the inside of him and he grows perfect radishes and every time i walk by him every sunday and i'm like fuck (laughs) (laughs) 
So the story is that like a couple of months ago on my Sunday farmer's market trips that I do every Sunday, I I've become, I became like in the summer, I became really <laughs> obsessed with Sorel, which is a green that is like spinach, but spinach that was like grown in lemon water. It tastes like, have you ever had it? You ever had it, Daniel? No. It tastes like. Have you ever had it? I haven't. No, Dax. Dax. No. It right, tastes good. like <laughs> spinach saturated in lemons. It's crazy. If I handed you spinach and you taste, you'd be like, "Why are there lemons inside this?" That's what it tastes like. <laughs> um, and it's a really interesting green because with just like a little bit of olive oil and salt, it's like pre-dressed. Seasoned. Yeah, basically. So I became obsessed with it as a short lifespan. I know quite a bit about a sorella. If you want to just pivot into talking about how it's grown or whatever. Um, anyway, there is one guy. So there's the, a guy whose life you made a living out of. There's right. a guy at the farmer's market who like had the greatest Sorel, just like vibrant and fresh. And he was this kind of dude like you knew in college or maybe after college who you would, even from a distance, you could be like, that guy's taking too much acid. <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm sure people have said that about me or whatever, but I don't dress like I've taken too much acid. You have to talk to me to know. <laughs> and like his hair also he's probably one of these guys who's like his dad is probably like the vice president of Pepsi or whatever you know what I mean but he like lives in a van and has really gross hair and and <laughs> like a couple he, of I'd say he's about 25 and also oh, yeah. Ayala pointed out to me recently that he's always talking to young blondes in his stall hmm. so he's probably one of those like yeah. Thank you, Jeff. It's probably one of those lecherous hippies who's like, I love everyone, but I want to get a blowjob from that 19-year-old or whatever. You know that, dude? I love so, all women. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I, I bought from him once, and he like said a couple of dumb things to me, and I was like, whatever. And then I was in there in the summer, and I was sorting through his cereal, and he was like, I can just tell by looking at you. like You look like the kind of person, like, you're here for a reason. <laughs> You like have thought about the produce that you want and you're like here and the produce is like waiting for you and you're here for a reason and I just know you're here for a reason. And I just like did what I normally do in Venice, which is just like, yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Whatever, sure. And then I pick my Sorel and the whole time I'm thinking like, I just have one more conversation I got to get through with this dude. Just one more really basic exchange. <laughs> and what that should be is like, I will take this. It costs this much. Here it is. Here's your change. Thank you. But I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't going to be that. <laughs> And I gave him the Sorel and I like head down, like just not looking at him. And he goes, I, I knew that this Sorel was here for you. And I was like, okay. Oh, no. And then he, he stepped from around the table and he like grabbed my hand. He was like, would you mind if I gave you a mantra? Oh God. And I just looked at him and I went, yes. <laughs> and then I took the change from him and I walked away. <laughs> and that was the end of the story. Oh, that's so funny. To, and he was like waiting, like he was just about to start saying the mantra. Like I don't no know what the, I don't know what the mind. mantra was, but he was like, like it wasn't like my response was like irrelevant. Like he was like, "Do you mind if I give you a mantra?" And I was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Okay, so wait." That was his move on the eighteen-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's so funny is I've told this story to so many people, and they're always like, "I can't believe you said you didn't want the mantra." That's crazy. And I was like, what's crazy is getting a fucking mantra when you're just trying to buy lettuce at the market. And that same Sunday, I saw the dude giving another person a mantra. And that person from 20 feet away, I could tell like that guy has so much regret about not having the balls to say he doesn't want the mantra. I know that guy doesn't want the mantra. He just didn't have the balls to be like, dude, I don't want your fucking mantra. I just want your lettuce. Have a great day.
I think age is also a factor. I think that's a correct yeah. assessment. Yeah. I don't remember if Daniel or David said that, but I feel like this is a pre pre college or pre college thing. Yeah. And after yeah. That, right you when don't you really don't just it. talk through talk about I, things. right and you, and you also understand your game and their game and yes. the signals a lot better. Right. Yes. And also you just you kind of know what you want. And better. you learn and you learn how to um this is too strong a word, but like the, the game of seduction. Like, that sounds so like, <laughs> is that what you, that that you so, with me? <laughs> oh, I hate that word. But it's like I don't know any other way to put it. Like you you learn I know, it's so cheesy. Like I am wearing a bathrobe right now. Just um just picturing you as like a pipe at but 13 years all old. All I mean when I say that, all I mean is when I say that is like you learn how to flirt and you learn when there's something and when there isn't something. It that's all. And so when you're when I was like until a certain age, I had no idea. And so you're just like, I just like her and you know, but there was never anything. But then at a certain point that never happened again because I always could tell if Wait, there was a Wait, do you feel like you flirted with me? What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like I feel like we just got to know each other in like a pretty earnest way. Like I don't feel like there was like flirtation. Right. Did you get started on this? <laughs> I heard you saying right, like that's what you think. Well, I didn't flirt with you. If I had flirted with you, you would have run for the hills. You'd know it, baby. <laughs> no, like I flirted with you. I uh, no, no, no. have five kids <laughs> right now. The game of seduction is a foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the way Daniel said right, that was very bathroom. No, but I mean, I, I, I could read the type of person you were. I knew that if I had come on strong with your game, be with your <laughs> game of seduction, I had a little bit of game. Come on, um, well, you know, try it out. Sorry. Is that so like hard it? to believe? <laughs> Anal. <laughs> well, you know try it out. I think you like it. I'm not laughing at the notion of you flirting. I'm laughing at. Your use of the phrase "game of seduction" <laughs> for lack of a better term. What I other? Guess. I don't know. Like game how of else seduction. To put it. <laughs> I, it, listen, I'm laughing with you. I'm I'm fully engulfed in in self loathing for having used that phrase. <laughs> it is not it. does not reflect. It's not the an accurate description of it. But I don't know what else to say. It's it's it. All it is is knowing when someone's interested, and then understanding how far to go so like you sized me up as like oh well i knew i, I knew that flirt it, it, with flirt in a however you whatever page it, would have been, it wouldn't have worked it wouldn't have been appropriate like right. you weren't ready for that so you know i thought <laughs> i wasn't ready for the full you weren't ready for the full quants if i had if i would have if i Giving you the full quants, you would have been either. <laughs> You'd never stop ovulating. <laughs> quants. Full quants. Oh, oh, brother. <laughs> the game is just assessing people. <sighs> you, are you going to cut all this out? <laughs> no, I, no, I think the game involves assess. That's gotcha. That's number step one. So step one it's of the, the game playship is assessing. Uh, the only choice then, I have now is to write a book. <laughs> Show. 